are back. This is the Becca Live Presents Podcast, and I'm your host, Eric Norton. That's right, it sounded a little different, didn't it? it? sounded a little different because we're doing something a little different here. This used to be the Fat Pass Podcast, and you heard my voice every week. Every Thursday, you would hear me come over the, the your, come in through your earbuds or something like that, and, and, and you would welcome me into your hobby life, and I would be happy to be there. But it's been a while. In fact, it's been since late March since you've actually heard an episode, uh, a podcast featuring my my voice. But the great news is, is we didn't go very far. I didn't go very far. We started Becca Life Presents. Now, let me tell you why. Episode 360 of the Fat Packs podcast aired in late March, and that's full circle, folks. That's uh, all the way around, and I figured it was time to do something different. It was... Uh, something that had to be done because of the pandemic and we adjusted and made a switch and now here we are in a new format you're still going to hear uh, a podcast from Beckett every week but you're going to get it in a little bit of a different format as we play the best of Beckett live from that week what's Beckett live you might ask well that's a good question that's uh Tuesday nights Wednesday nights and Thursday nights as we record uh, over, we don't record what we do, but we, we put out a live show on Facebook, Periscope, and YouTube, and we would love to have you join us over there at 7 p.m. Central Time. Tuesday nights, you're going to get Steve Grad in the grad school, and then Wednesdays and Thursdays are going to be pretty much what you got here with, with the Fat Packs as we present some of the best the hobby has to offer. Just like here when the Fat Packs was a thing, these shows are brought to you by Dynasty Breaks. Pastime Marketplace, and, of course, Filth Bomb Breaks. I'm getting a little choked up and emotional here, so excuse the pause. As I sit down and reflect on what happened, what 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 caused this change, but I'm so excited to be bringing you uh, content in this new format, and I hope that you join us. Again, it's every Tuesday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night at 7 p.m. Now, I want you to join us, and I want you to have fun and interact and, and, and be a part of the show. It's going to be the same thing that you, that you uh, hopefully enjoyed about the Fat Packs, so don't miss it. And with that being said, I want to just uh, play you a recent episode and give you a little taste of it and then let you know that you can look for, look for these uh, every week here uh, as, we, as we play a best of or, or get down with, with you know, some of the hobby's best, like Tracy Hackler and Scott Prusha and, and Tone Stakes and... You know, we, Dub Mentality was on our first episode, and it's uh, we've had Blake Jamison, and this week is was going to be a lot of fun. We got Bobby Witt Jr. from the Kansas City Royals on with us, and F Dot from Tops Project Twenty Twenty. It's going to be a lot of fun, so don't miss it. But hope you like enjoy this little tidbit here as we talk about, uh, you know, what's going to be happening at the Industry Summit with Ted Barker, and then uh, a good friend. I, I'd like to call him a good friend. Jordan Spector, the sports artist Jordan Spector, joined us uh, before Ted Barker jumped on to talk about a wonderful thing that he's doing uh, that you don't want to miss. We also gave away a box of 2020 Bowman, courtesy of Dynasty Breaks on this episode. So that that giveaway is no longer happening, but uh, that's the kind of stuff that you can expect from these from Beckett Life Presents. So I hope that you join us again every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time. And then you can kind of catch a best of right here uh, on Beckett Life Presents, the podcast. So without further ado, I'd like to remind you again that these shows are brought to you by Dynasty Breaks, where new customers will get $5 off their first box if you go to DynastyBreaks.com. Let them know that we sent you. 
Pastime Marketplace. If you're looking for a graded card case, there's no better place to get one. Head over to PastimeMarketplace.com. Use code BECKETLIVE at checkout for 15% off your order. And, of course, Filth Bomb Breaks, Steven over there, they get dirty doing filthy, filthy breaks over there. Enjoy all of them. Let them know that we sent you. All right, without further ado, this is it. Beckett Live presents. Let's try that again. Hey, Jordan, how are you? Hey, how's it going? We're, we're doing good, man. I got a little scary, got a little scary there, but we're, we're good now, right? Yeah, if it cuts out again, I'll just hop right back in. So there, there we go. <laughs> there we go. So, hey, man, you are you have done some amazing work. I, I don't know if you ever listened to the Fat Packs. If you didn't, that's fine, uh, which was, was, was the show that I hosted. I had a, a lot of sports artists on. I love sports art, and I love that my man Alex brought me brought you to me and said, hey, Jordan wants to be on Beckett Live Presents. Let's make this happen. And I was absolutely 100% behind this. But before we get to the art, let's talk about you a little bit. Where, do you collect things? Are you collect cards, or did you collect cards as a kid? To be honest, uh, I've never been a huge collector. Um, I'm a big sports fan, but um, I did have a little bit of a handed down collection and then I built on that. And then I think after the age of like 12, I kind of fell off with it. Mm-hmm. Um, here and there I would collect, but I didn't, I didn't do it much after that as far as cards go. So then why such, how did you, are you into sports then? Because the, the what you're, you're producing is, is beautifully done and it, it takes a, a keen eye to be able to do what you're doing. Um, are you into sports? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, okay. I played football most of my life um, up until college when I got hurt and stopped playing. And that's actually what led to me doing the artwork that I do now um, is, is when I got hurt playing. I did art my entire life as well as a kid, but nobody really knew um, that it was something I did. It was kind of just a hobby. And then I fell back into it by accident, kind of, kind of as an outlet to um, to show my passion for football and other sports. Um, so once I got hurt, I kind of used art as an outlet to get out of a, a, a negative mentality. Okay. And I used it as a positive outlet. Um, and I was back in 2015, and I've been doing it ever since. Uh, it's been about four or five years now, mm-hmm. um, showing my work, putting my work out there, and, and now selling my work as well so was it so it was almost therapeutic then yeah absolutely um it was like the next best thing to being able to actually play mm-hmm. and once i couldn't do that um i got back into art and it and it i realized it was a way for me to channel that passion and that energy that i have so that's good i mean the passion really comes through in, in your artwork i see the jordan behind you and can we just start there because that jordan is is great it, it, you go from carolina blue into the bulls uh red thank you for leaving the wizards off of it I, we all appreciate that uh i had a couple comments about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. but i think there were jokes I, I hope they were jokes. I, 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 I they probably were but that's a beautiful painting but you, you just like is this all what what kind of medium are you working with here is this all just acrylic paint or it's kind of been an evolution. So when I when I was a kid, pretty much my whole life, I, I was a big time illustrator, um, mainly just pencil, graphite, colored pencils. And then when I got into this, I found a pastel pencil, which I really enjoyed using because of the color pop. And then about two years ago, I started painting more. Um, and that's mainly what I do, uh, the acrylic. And then I also use like these paint, acrylic paint markers, um, uh, 
uh, oil-based paint markers as well. Mm -hmm. um, and I also started getting into uh, digital illustration as well. A uh, good acrylic painter friend of mine uh, put me onto that. And it was so easy to transition to because of my illustration background. So that's been a lot of fun to play around with. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of an ongoing evolution, but but yeah. Understand that completely. So you guys, I noticed that the, the sports art community is really close knit. You guys all seem to, I, I don't know what the right word is. You get, you guys all seem to inspire each other. You all take something away from from one from somebody and borrow it and share it, and it, it. But it's all unique to the individual that's doing it. Who are some of the names in the sports art community that you uh, inspired your work? Um. So. That's actually a good point you made because I, I really enjoy collaborating and working with other sports artists and learning from each other, helping each other. I think there's always a way that you can compliment somebody else and, and help them. Um, some guys that have really helped me and that I really am inspired by are, are Dave Hobrecht. Uh, he's out in California. He does all black, okay. black and white uh, paintings and, and his work is amazing, especially the detail. I'm, I'm a real big fan of hyper-realistic detail. Um, another guy is, um, uh, well, well, Justin Wildington is actually another, another really good artist that I'm a huge fan of. Um, he doesn't do as much sports artwork, but he's just a good friend of mine. And then he's an amazing artist out of Philadelphia as well. Um, and, and the level of detail he has is amazing. Um, so yeah. Um, and then let me think my father is a very good artist as well. Okay. Um, they get a lot of inspiration from him. So I think it kind of runs in the family. Um, nice. So he kind of handed that gift down to me. Um, so that was that was a, a good perk of doing what I do now. Um, so growing up, he kind of showed me everything that I know now. It was all, all kind of self-taught um, okay. skills that I've built. So. so you mentioned something earlier about, you know, now you're selling your work. Did your father ever sell his work? You know, he never quite got into that. Um, he was more of a graphic designer and okay. he actually worked as a, um, he had a, a degree in industrial design, but he was an amazing illustrator, painter. He went to school for artwork. Uh, he went to college for artwork, which, which I didn't go to school for. Um, so he was, I think of him as a, a much better well-rounded artist. He sculpts, he sketches, he paints. Um, he's just super creative. Um, so yeah, I admire him for that. But he but he never got into selling his original work much. That's awesome. Now, were you are you originally from Philadelphia? Yes, uh, right outside Philadelphia, Willow Grove, PA. Uh, okay. It's about forty five minutes north of the city. Uh, but I've lived I've lived downtown for about uh, ten years now. Okay, I can see the Philadelphia come through in your artwork. Whether it's the yeah. the 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 style, it's <laughs> definitely a Philly style. And the even some of the the guys that you're using with Kobe and Dawkins and, and those kind of guys, it, it's it's got a very like brotherly love kind of feel to it. It does the does, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, a lot of my work you you can kind of tell that I'm from Philadelphia. Um, when I first started, that's mainly what I did was the teams of players that I admired that inspired me. That I enjoyed following every year. Um, that just came natural, and and since then I, I've started to expand more and, and do other uh, teams, other other figures that inspire me. Um, 
but yeah, it's it's very heavy uh, Philly based um, for sure. But I want to, but I'm going to skip to a guy that's not Philly based, which is is Joe Burrow, because your 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 print of Joe Burrow is going to be the cover of the of the new Beckett football, and it's amazing. I'm going to bring it up here so people can see it and uh, let them check it out. But tell me how you got to this point. Tell me about your relationship with the Burrow family and what what you're doing, and hopefully. Get, getting a print to him eventually. Yeah, well, it, it was kind of a uh, ironic story of how it all happens. I wasn't planning on doing any piece of him, but I followed him through this past season um, and really admired not only the way he played, but the way he carried himself. He, he seemed to do all the right things and say all the right things. And then um, the night of the championship game, I, I was just amazed. And I saw this uh, – this photo surface on uh, Instagram and uh, there's actually this one post on like a uh, NFL memes, Instagram page. And it basically said, uh, this picture needs to be painted and hung in the LSU library. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people started tagging me, sending to me like, man, like you got to do something based on this. You got to do something with him. And, and them kind of putting that idea in my mind and me uh, researching him more I was like, I was like, I'm doing it. I, I got to do something. So I spent that entire night right after the championship game, a um, couple, like three, four hours researching Burrow and digging deeper into his past and his whole journey. Because uh, before I do a piece like that, I, I just need that extra inspiration. Um, and rewatching his Heisman speech and just going through everything that he's been through um, really inspired me to want to wanna do a piece with him. Um, and even like small details on artwork, um, like the note on the ground, I actually have a, I have a print right behind me here, but, um, the note on the ground here, um, says you can't do it. You won't make it. Um, and that is basically, uh, paying tribute to the, the journey he had, like I said, and kind of under underdog story of people either directly or indirectly telling him he, he's not good enough or he's not going to. He's not going to make it. Um, and that kind of happened at Ohio State for him. And then for him to go from that and then win a championship and have deb- debatably one of the best college football seasons ever um, just amazed me. Uh, so that was that's kind of the – that encompasses the whole purpose of the piece is to kind of tell people uh, to never let anybody tell you what you can or can't do. Um, but, yeah, so, so moving on, uh, I put it out there and it, and it blew up. And um, – Actually, the, I had no idea who the photographer was, but he reached out to me soon after I put it out. And we ended up working together um, for the purpose of uh, donating a portion of all proceeds to two foundations, one in Louisiana and also the Joe Burrow Fund up in Ohio, which was part of his speech, uh, his Heisman speech, which was uh, amazing to hear about. So we decided, uh, and he actually knows the Burrow family, Burrow's dad, Joe Burrow's dad, so he kind of had connections already, and um, together we decided to do that, and he helped push that along and, and uh, get the process going. So we had the, the Burrow family's approval to, to donate to, to both the Joe Burrow Fund and Dreams Come True in Louisiana, and then it kind of just took off from there. Um, so it, it was pretty amazing how quickly uh, it caught fire, and, and the fans down there are crazy. So... Um, <laughs> They definitely, they definitely loved it, and they've been loving it. Um, so, and like I told you earlier, um, the Burrow family's dad, all of his brothers, all have a print. I just got to get one to Joe now. That's the last guy I got to connect with. 
I think as as the Beckett family here, this is the new cover, guys, uh, here on the screen for you to see <clears throat> the new Beckett football. It, uh, as you can see, it's the artwork I was just showing from uh, Jordan's page. Uh, look for this uh, coming out real soon. I think it comes out next week, I believe. Um, so I think as Beckett, we need to get a hold of Barrel and get him to sign a copy of us for, for, for us, and maybe we can give it away if we, we can make that happen. But so has – has he been able to like comment on it at all? Has have you do you know if he's seen it? Looks like Jordan froze up there a little bit, so uh, we'll wait for him to come on back and uh, talk about this beautiful cover again. Uh, it's it's just an amazing piece of artwork that uh, that Alex did a good job of getting getting him on uh, the cover of football this 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 coming month. So Dynasty Breaks likes it. What's up, Dynasty Breaks guys? If you're hanging out for that Dynasty Breaks giveaway, that's coming up a little bit later. Don't miss that. You're going to have a lot of fun with it. I promise you, someone's going to win a box of 2020 Bowman tonight, courtesy of Dynasty Breaks. And we're going to draw that live here at the end of the show. Uh, it's it's so awesome. Daddy Big Dog says, welcome to Hootay Nation, Joe Burrow. And that's right. Welcome to the nation. Jordan is back up. He's ready to go. So, Jordan, I was just talking about uh, the Beckett cover here. And I was asking, okay. do you know if Joe Burrow has been able to at least see this this uh this painting and comment on it at all. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that, well, his, his brother reached out to me on Twitter, like almost right away. And um, he kind of on the back end, I was talking to him as well when I put it out and he sent it to Joe's dad. So I knew that Joe had seen it. And um, I think it was his brother or someone else like told me that, that he, that he loved it, that he really appreciated it. Um, I didn't really hear much more than that though. And I think, I think the hardest part about, uh, having trying to connect with him as he's been so busy prepping for the NFL, the draft. Sure. So I didn't want to kind of bother him on that. And I wanted to leave it alone until the, the time is right to connect with him. Awesome. But um, yeah. That, that's a, uh, that's good that he's at least seen it. And hopefully uh, uh, you'll get it in front of him uh, personally as well. Now the other, there's one painting here I want to talk about. It's not sport, sports related, but you've done <laughs> a, a wonderful job. Uh, with this first responders EMS uh, painting that you did. I want to bring it up so everybody can see it. This is an absolutely beautiful piece of artwork. And I think it's something that we all need to discuss right now because there's a lot going on here. And I, I'm, I'm hoping there's more to the story than what is being told uh, in the in the painting. But let me bring it up so everybody can see it before we start talking about it. Uh, give me just one second. And we'll go right here. Healthcare Heroes is what it's called, guys and girls and it's beautiful tell me about it jordan tell me what's going on here because this is a wonderful thing thank you so much for bringing that up yeah i literally just put that out there the other day it's actually been done for longer um than than yesterday than monday um mm -hmm. but you know when everything started shutting down and and going in a bad direction um you know i started to watch more and more uh, you know, who the real heroes were in, in all this pandemic and who was really stepping up to the plate and, and doing all that they could. And there's more people than just the healthcare workers that have done an amazing job, but they were the ones who throughout the process, I just became more and more inspired. And I wanted to do something to pay tribute to them, um, you know, literally sacrificing their life every day, um, especially like in New York. And you hear of these doctors, nurses, other healthcare workers passing away just because they're treating other people that have coronavirus. And I, I think it's just, uh, it's just amazing that they put their life on the line like that. And it's just. 
have a day at the job. Um, mm -hmm. So, and for me, I'm a sports artist. So I wanted, I wanted to kind of tie in sports with the concept of the healthcare heroes. But, um, you know, basically what I did here is there's a stadium. Usually in the center of the stadium is the teams that we enjoy watching, the players that we, that inspire us. Um, mm -hmm. But lately sports has, has been uh, non-existent, unfortunately. And what team do we admire now? What team is stepping up to the plate and, and winning for us? And that's the healthcare heroes. That's, that's the team that uh, is kind of at the center of the stage, the center of the stadium uh, battling. And I don't know if you can see it, but some of the details in the smoke, you can see little coronavirus cells. Mm -hmm. um, so little details like that. And then there was a flyover uh, a little over a month ago. And I really wanted to put that in there because I think that kind of tied into how much uh, we all appreciate the healthcare workers. Um, and I mean, they do an amazing job before right. coronavirus, but I think this really went to show how much we really need them and, and how much, uh, you know, we need to appreciate them and show support for them. Um, so th this, this was really cool for me to do and, and I really wanted to do something. So I, I'm hoping to uh, spread, spread the love of it more and more. And I'm actually, one of my big plans with it is I wanted to try to get one like a bigger canvas reproduction hanging in as many hospitals as I can. Mm -hmm. um, so I, so I committed to every three prints I sell, I would have enough money to be able to uh, purchase a canvas reproduction of it and send it to a hospital. Um, and that's what we're in the process of doing right now. So um, we were going to start with Philadelphia and and get them in as many hospitals as possible and then kind of expand from there hopefully um so awesome so what i'm going to do right now since you just mentioned that i'm going to put the link to this specific print uh in the comment section guys it's uh, here it is for you guys uh on all of our different channels that we're on right now you can go purchase this and he just said that for every three that are purchased <laughs> he's going to donate one to a hospital uh in, starting in the philadelphia area and hopefully getting it out to uh further after that uh, Jordan, I want to go to the most Philadelphia thing that I've seen uh, of yours since we're talking Philly and I'm in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I'm in Dallas talking Philly, but that's, that's how it goes. Uh, we're going to talk about this Kobe Bryant. Uh, <laughs> <I noticed. laughs> it's hard, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about this Kobe Bryant Mamba piece. Uh, as a Philadelphia kid, uh, you must have a, I mean, I, ha, not having a connection to, to Kobe would be unexplicable, I think, but uh, or unexplainable. I'm sorry, uh, but tell me about what Kobe meant to Philly and what this painting means to you. Yeah, and if you want to, I actually have it here with me. If you want me to show yeah, you yeah, uh, the original sure. one, yeah, that would be great. Um, and I don't know, can I flip the camera on here? Sure. Yeah, you can. You should be able to. Oh, he left the screen. He's going to be right back on that. Uh, as he as he joins us, he, I don't think he meant to do that. But this Kobe piece is amazing. I see t Uncle Ted Barker hanging out in the bullpen. He's going to be with us in just a few minutes uh, as we give a great update about the industry summit that you're not going to want to miss. But Jordan is back with us now. Uh, if you can't <laughs> flip the camera around, don't worry about it. I got it on the screen, buddy. Everybody can see it. Yeah, I got it right here. Um, I just wanted to make it easier for people to see. But okay, can you I got see you. that okay? Yeah, we're good. That's awesome. Awesome. Yep. Um, so yes, this, uh, you know, this is my tribute to Kobe as well. Um, mm -hmm. when everything happened back in, uh, January, you know, I didn't want to rush into doing something too soon. You know, I kind of, 
I was so shocked by it and, and saddened by it. I didn't even want to do anything right away. Um, and I kind of took the time to, you know, look through uh, a lot more of Kobe's accomplishments. And, um, you know, I, wanna, I wanted to tell a, a story with this piece. And that's what I try to do with a lot of my pieces is tell a story. Mm -hmm. um, so as you can see on the one side, you have Kobe uh, in, in high school, um, Lower Marion, and being from uh, right near that area, you know, I definitely had to pay tribute to that and mm -hmm. uh, the accomplishments he had um, in the PA area. And then, um, you know, I kind of went from there. So, you know, I have Kobe on the other side, uh, you know, showing that passion and energy he had for the game. And that I think that really uh, goes to show, you know, what he was all about every game, just that energy that he had. Um, and then in the middle, I, I have Kobe kind of closing his eyes. And, I, 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 you know, that's that was the main uh, image I wanted to encompass was was him kind of uh remembering everything that he did for the lakers the nba um mm -hmm. everything involved with his journey so that's, that's it awesome. that's awesome hey man while you were speaking there you you missed it but the great sports artist edgar brown chimed in and said you've done a great job uh that's that's high praise coming from edgar he's a, he's a great guy as well so uh yes thank you edgar and and Edgar Edgar, I'll, I'll, sorry, I just want to say Edgar is actually another artist who uh, I, I met more recently, and mm -hmm. I built a relationship with, and I owe a lot to him. He's actually the one who introduced me to Beckett and uh, Alex, and uh, his work also is just amazing. And I really yeah. enjoy following it, and, and I get a lot of inspiration inspiration from him as well. That's great stuff. All right, Jordan, uh, I'm gonna uh, we're gonna wrap up with you tonight, but before we go, I, I just. <laughs> I just shared your, your website so people can go check it out. And you got prints available for sale there. Uh, you guys, please go check them out. Let them know that we sent you. Let them know that you heard them here on Beckett Live Presents tonight. But before we boot you off, man, uh, first, thanks for coming on. But can you share your social media with us so my followers and listeners can know where to uh, catch your work, man? Did you get that, buddy? There you go. Did you did you hear that last part? Yep. Okay. Eric, can you hear me? I can hear you. All right. You guys, uh, I don't think that there's still a bad connection. Jordan, we're going to say goodnight to you. Uh, I will make sure that your social media gets pinned up uh, on the on the post. Thank you so much for joining me. And I'll, I'll hit you with an email after the show and let you know how everything went. All right. We're going to say goodnight to Jordan, and we're going to bring in – uh, Uncle Ted Barker is hanging out in the bullpen, and he looks like he's ready. I don't know if you guys are ready for this, though, because he's he's a great, great, great a proponent of what's going to be happening at the Industry Summit. Ted Barker, what's going on, sir? How are you? I'm well, sir. How are you? Good. You're wearing you your know, Jordan, before we talk about the summit, yeah. Uh, two of his, uh, two of the guys that, that, uh, Jordan admires one is Edgar Brown and the other, he mentioned Dave Obrecht, who was uh, really talented. He was in our, our uh, issue last year, our sports art issue. First one that we'd done in years. And he's doing a series on teens of all the, he's a black and white artist. He works in charcoal. Mm -hmm. He's doing a series for great Dodger teams, great Yankee team, great Cardinal team, really cool stuff. So I can see why he likes him. And I can't tell you 
uh, all the things, the sports art shows on here have been some of our best, uh, most watched episodes. Uh, And I I can't tell you all the things that we have in the pipeline uh, dealing with sports art. We had a, we had a a round table uh, brainstorming session yesterday. We've got about five or six brand new things coming out before the end of the year. Sports art that are really going to be cool, new and different, out of the box kind of things. That's that's good stuff. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I wish I could sit in those meetings, Ted. I wish I could be a part of those. Well, you were you were in the office, and okay. I knew you needed to catch up on all those things. From being you were off for three months. Oh come on, off is wrong <laughs> word now. <laughs> yeah, that this was uh, we didn't invite you or Brian Fleischer. Okay. Uh, because um, you would, your head would have exploded. I see. I see. Well, yeah. but you're we going to hear about it very shortly. We don't want to. We don't need Brian's head to explode. No, and uh, definitely don't it want. It would my look head better, to... but it would not be good. <laughs> hey, uh, I I know you haven't seen him lately, but Brian got a haircut and he looks he looks oh, cleaned up. <laughs> that's fantastic. I actually saw him last Friday, but okay, he was wearing well, a cap. Wearing a cap. That's right. Yeah, and I will see him either Friday or Monday. I'm going to be in the office. Awesome. We're looking forward to seeing you. So we broke the news today about the industry summit. And uh, why don't you walk us back a little bit because it was on and it was off. We were hemming and hawing. And, and you, you said once before that one day you were one on one moment, you were like, yes, it's going to happen. And then the next moment you were like, maybe not. So walk us back. Tell us about the evolution of what yeah, happened today. It was never off. Okay. But three months ago when the stop down happened, it was a, it was a, a blow to the chin because we had such great momentum coming out of last year's summit. Mm-hmm. Um, we had taught, we had a, we, we were just, we were on the two yard line to having our, our uh, keynote speaker. We're about to punch it in uh, literally the week of the shutdown. Uh, so that stalled then with, with the entire country shutting down. Um, we actually had a crisis management meeting that um the first week of the shutdown to figure out what we were planning to do as a business uh, Beckett and how we were going to fight through it. And, you know, the, the consensus on that meeting on, in that call, the people say, well, you know, you're not going to be able to do the summit now. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, I have enough Texan in me to say, uh, well, we'll see about that. So I really wanted to wait and see. And uh, we were in constant contact with, with all of our, major sponsors, our key sponsors from last year. Uh, We were in constant contact with the Westgate Resort. And then we were following the pandemic curve in Las Vegas. Um, And we we did it all the way through. We we had uh, uh, a a, uh, survey that we sent out to all of last year's attendees. And we even opened it up to our our collectors on all the Beckett social media sites. and the overwhelming response was, we need to go ahead and do this. thing. If you put it on, we're going to come. Mm-hmm. Collectors are, the, the, in all of the industries within the licensed product world, trading cards, and to, to a lesser degree, memorabilia, but trading cards never, never missed a beat. Even during the five weeks that the, that the, uh, the printer was shut down here in Dallas that does the printing for Panini and Tops. Uh, it did not slow down. The, the There was great success happening in our industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has been a phenomenal run 
for the last four or five, six years. And it's been a phenomenal run in 2020, despite the rest of us being at home. Um, a lot of people were finding trading cards in their attic and they were spending time online. And then you had Michael Jordan last dance. And then you have uh, Tops Project 2020 and you had Mosaic from Panini and all these and, and uh, all the all the basketball. You had Zion was still hot and you had the NFL uh, the NFL cards were coming out. It, it never stopped. Right. Um, and so we we talked to all of our partners. The overwhelming response was, please do it. We need we need a place to celebrate uh, this celebratory season we've had that we've had. So now uh, we made the announcement today. We're having it on the original date, September 13th through the 16th. Um, and I'm not a dad like you are, but I'll use an analogy that I think you can understand. <laughs> I kind of feel like the, the parent who packed the, who, who wrapped the packages and I know what's under the Christmas tree. Right. And in fact, I, I also had a, a conversation personally with Santa and told him about <laughs> and, and talked to him. And I know all the surprises that are going to show up on Christmas morning for the kids. Mm -hmm. So but I can't say anything. I right. can show you the shiny package. I can't tell you what's inside of it. Uh, but when when we start to get the word out, I think collectors are going to be um, if they're on the <laughs> they're on the fence about getting on a plane and coming. They're on the fence about going to. Uh, Las Vegas, uh, they're going to say, I have to be there. Yeah, I think so. Can we announce all that yet? Or well, we, we can't, we cannot, uh, okay. we are going to, uh, I'll tell you some top line stuff. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you sort of what we're going to be doing. There's some things that we can announce okay. uh, and we've announced some of those, but we're going to start on Sunday, September 13th, which happens to be opening weekend of the NFL. the NFL. Yeah. Uh, so that Sunday is going to be a full day celebrating the opening weekend of the NFL Sunday, fun day. Okay. It's going to be a lot of fun that day. No sessions that day. It's going to be, uh, we're going to start it with a brunch uh, that will begin as the first kickoff happens on Sunday. Uh, it'll be sort of an all day event. We've got a lot of games and prizes and things planned with our sponsors. We'll announce our sponsors for that event. Uh, in coming weeks, mm -hmm. uh, but that's going to be a, a, a lot of fun all during the day. Um, the Raiders are out of town that week. Uh, they're, they're on the road the first week. Uh, so um, we're going to do it at our, at the, at the Westgate. It's going to be fun for everyone who is there. Uh, we have a, a, a real fun party planned for Sunday night sponsored by Southern Hobby, uh, and uh, they're going to be giving away a lot of prizes, uh, fantasy sports break prizes, other prizes. Uh, the details of that party will be coming. So Sunday is going to be a blast for everyone. Monday, uh, we'll open it up, and we have a keynote speaker that everyone is going to enjoy. We'll announce who that is shortly. We're working with one of the leagues uh, on that on that speaker. Um if it's the same speaker that we had before, uh, he's, he's just dynamite. If we have to switch and go to someone else for whatever reason, uh, we have some, we have an equally impressive plan B and plan C. So the keynote speaker is going to be dynamite. Uh, then we're, we're going to have 
we built our conference this year based on the feedback that we got following last year's summit. Uh, as you know, we did uh, we did uh, extensive uh, an extensive survey and we did focus groups um, and we listened and we learned. Uh, we're going to begin uh, so Monday morning after the keynote speak, uh, speaker, we're going to have some breakout sessions. We had none last year. We're right. going to have some channel-specific breakout sessions for, for breakers, for local card shops, for online dealers, uh, a couple of others. And then we've moved our golf tournament to Monday afternoon. That's sponsored by uh, Peach State Sports. Um, and we're, we're going back, uh, I believe, to the same golf course. We, we narrowed it down to two. Uh, yep. That will be on Monday afternoon. Uh, and then Monday night, um, there is an event uh, from Panini. All those details will be, be coming for a Monday night event. Tuesday is going to be uh, all day, uh, an all-day session of uh, that will benefit every attendee that's there, no matter what your, no matter what your segment of the industry is. We're going to have meet the industry again. We've we've sharpened that format so that uh, uh, everyone will will be in in each session if they want to get all the all the goodies uh, and they are some great things that, that they will receive by attending the presentations. Uh, we are going to have some panel discussions, but they're going to be shorter and they're going to be few, uh, fewer and farther than, uh, between them than there were last year. They are new subjects. We're going to discuss how to come out of the pandemic and what, what retailers, what breakers, what, what uh, local card shops, uh, best practices and what they've learned and how they can come out of that. We've got some experts. Uh, we're going to do something on store security. Uh, and we have other things planned throughout that day. Uh, and that will that will take us all during the day immediately following um, Meet the Industry. We've got some time in there for, for um, we've added some time for the product showcase. So there'll be more time for, for people uh, to interact with those uh, uh, that are there, that are uh, exhibiting there. Okay. Uh, Tuesday night we have a we have a, an event, uh, our bowling event that's that's uh, sponsored by Magazine Exchange is always a lot of fun. It's always one of the best attended things that, that's going on, um, and so that's going to be Tuesday night again. Wednesday morning will be uh, there will be a Q and A session and there will be um, uh, some TBD things. We're still we're still planning what's happening then, and then. Uh, there's, there's also uh, one little peek is that one of our other really important uh, partners in this is GTS Distribution. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't get ahead of their surprise, but they've got a surprise that's going to make every, every attendee really happy. All right. I don't that's even know all the details, but we've got all that going on. eBay is going to be there with, uh, as well again. Um, and we have we have some new sponsors that uh, we're going to announce in the next few weeks that are that are fantastic sponsors. So, um, you, you know a lot, what a lot of these things are. Mm -hmm. So, trying to remain calm, but it's going to be a really really fantastic fantastic summit. And we are going to celebrate all the success that has been going on for five years. Uh, and our industry partners. They want us. They want to celebrate together. It's going to be great. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, now I got to ask you this: What day do I have to be in Vegas? You have to be there on 
Saturday because we're, I, we need help setting up. Can I come on Friday instead? Uh, why is that? Because when I got there on Saturday last year, I had to wait until three o'clock to get my room. So, oh. <laughs> well, I don't think rooms are going to be as much of a of a, a problem this year. I will. And speaking of rooms, <laughs> you know, in dealing with the Westgate, um, when I first dealt with them, we have no idea what's going to happen. We don't know. Nobody knew. Uh, now they are actually opening up June eighteenth, and I think everybody knows that the Strip, uh, a lot of the bigger, a lot of the bigger uh, hotels. Uh, casinos opened last weekend and there were lines out the doors for all of them. Um, Las Vegas shut it down as quickly as any, as any city in America. And because of what they did, the curve that they've had, the pandemic curve uh, has been a, a steady, it never spiked. It, it, it was that kind of rolling flat curve and it has been on a downhill uh it's, it's been uh, lessening and lessening as the weeks go. Um, one of the things that Panini, that, uh, uh, that the Westgate showed me through the process was what they call Westgate Cares. And we put that link in our, in our uh, release that we sent out. That release uh, is, you can find it on all, of our, on all of our websites. There's a link there about Westgate Cares that shows all of the things that they've done. Some of it Every hotel has done, and they, the gaming commission in the state said you've got to do these things to reopen, uh, having to do with, do with uh, social distancing and uh, uh, how many people can be at a table in a casino, buffets, all of those kind of things. But cleanliness overall, all of that. Um, so it's a safe, it is going to be a safe environment that, that we are in. No one can predict if there's going to be a spike in the pandemic. Uh, one of the things they say that that drives the pandemic down is heat. There's no place hotter in America between now and the middle of September than Las Vegas, as you know, unless you're in right. Death Valley. Uh, so um, they're already they already have had triple digit temperatures. So we feel really really good about the process. If there was a spike and something happened at the end, well, we would make other plans, but we don't think that's going to happen. Um, they have been so. Uh, accommodating to help us because they want us to come and they need us there. Um, their their first um, big convention starts on June 18th, so they're going to have two and a half months of of uh, events uh, that are there before we get there. So so we're not going to be the test tube babies for this, but uh, they have actually um, they've upgraded us to their newest rooms, their luxe level rooms, and they've dropped the price. Right. Of these rooms to sixty nine dollars a night plus the resort fee, sixty nine dollars a night plus the resort fee. That's uh, that's thirty dollars less than last year. Uh, so you're going to come and you're going to get full service. You're going to be in a in a, a a nicer room than you were last year at a at less of a price. We even learned about the food. People people didn't like some of the meals. We had a couple of box lunches, and we it was. Uh, it was, we, we heard back strongly from some people. Some people loved it and said it was fine, but we've upgraded what we're doing uh, on the food as well. So from the time you get there to the time you leave, uh, you're going to learn and you're going to have fun and you're going to get to see your friends and you're going to get to interact with them as you haven't before. And I promise you the events that we have are going to be well worth your while and they're going to be a blast. I think I want to just 
read this quote from, from Panini's Jason Howarth. Uh, this year will be an even more important year for us to gather at the Industry Summit to learn how we all respond to the pandemic and continue to form valued relationship as, as we continue to grow in the category. Uh, that's that's Mr. Howarth. We we all know that Panini does a great job, but if Panini's excited, GTS is excited, Beck, Beckett's excited, I don't think there's a reason for you not to come if you're able to. With that being said, when does registration open? Registration is going to open on the site June 15th, start of business. So next Monday. Okay. Um, and if you go to the site and look at it tonight, uh, it's it's dated because we didn't do anything after the middle of February on it. There's still some scheduling things and some quotes on there. All of that will be updated on Monday, start of business, uh, and you'll be able to go on and register online. Uh, and we're actually going to do something we didn't do last year. We're going to do an early bird registration this year. So when you go to the site, you'll see there's a code uh, for an early bird um, registration discount of fifty dollars if you if you uh, are on if you register prior to uh, August the fifteenth as well. So uh, and and you don't have to worry if something happens with the with the whole event and because of a lockdown it has to be canceled. The hotel is going to work with us. Okay. So. Uh, uh, register early and save yourself a little money. And not only, not only, as you mentioned, is Panini excited and is uh, GTS excited, but Southern Hobby is also excited and eBay is excited. And we have other unnamed uh, exhibitors who are excited. And we, we are all excited because of the new things that we have uh, happening as well. Okay. Uh, so is breakfast on you at SIDS? Uh, one morning. One morning. It depends on job performance, though. <laughs> okay, I see. I so see. probably for you and me and Alex, Brian will probably not get any any free <laughs> He won't get any food. He'll have to get a granola bar and be happy. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right, so uh, registration opens on Monday morning. Look for that early bird registration. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. Now I just got to cross my fingers until September and hope that hope that uh, I can get there on Friday instead of Saturday. Well, you getting there on Friday is is really good because we, uh, if I remember correctly, we were about nine tenths of the way through setup by the time you were able to get to the hotel on Saturday. So having you come in on Friday and helping us will give some of us a chance to maybe go over to Sid's and have breakfast while you're lifting and oh I see putting things up. So I see. Yeah, Friday's good. <laughs> All right, Ted. We're gonna say goodnight to you. Thank you so much for the update. I, I appreciate that. I see. Wait Jordan. a minute. Wait a minute. What? 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 You are gonna give away some stuff tonight, right? Yeah, I am gonna give. Do you want to hang out for that? I want to see it. You want to see it? Okay. Yeah, I'm just gonna sit and watch. I'm just gonna sit. And put watch. me in the bullpen if you want. Just don't. Uh, don't lock me away. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep you right there. Jordan Spector jumped back on because I'm gonna let him jump back in because he did not get to share his social media. Good. Let me see if I can get them all set up here. Uh, add them to the screen. Hey, Jordan, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Sorry about that. So Jordan, I was saying that Dave Hobrecht, who you mentioned, is one of your – he really is talented. He was in our uh, uh, sports artist issue in 2019. Uh, he oh, wanted wow. to be in this year's, but he's so busy he couldn't. But hit that series he's doing uh, with the teams, like all the Dodger greats and all those – those are really good, and, and what he does with charcoal is phenomenal to me. 
yeah, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it's amazing what he can do with it. So uh, he's, he's a great guy, though. Very talented. You and I go to the same hairstylist. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Awesome. Working awesome. Out. All right, Jordan, uh, you had a bad connection, but I think you're okay now. Can you please give us our, your social media so uh, my listeners and viewers can, can check you out? Yeah, so on Instagram and Twitter, it's just at Spectre underscore art. That's S-P-E-C-T-O-R underscore art. And then on Facebook, it's actually Spectre Sports Art. Um, and that's my website as well. Awesome. All right, that's going to be great. Now, Uncle Ted's going to hang out for the giveaway. Do you want to hang out for the giveaway too, or or can we say goodnight to you? <laughs> uh, I'm going to hop off, actually, in okay. case it cuts me off anyway. All right, uh, awesome. But appreciate it again. Thank you so much, and uh, great meeting you guys. Yes, sir. Well, we'll talk soon, Jordan. A great right. cover. Yep. You gave us a great Appreciate cover. That. Yes, yeah. it's amazing stuff. All right, Thank good night, so Jordan. Much. We'll talk Have again. Good night, soon. guys. Thank you. Yep. All right, stay safe. See ya. See ya. There's there goes Jordan. All right, I'm gonna bring up the old uh, giveaway machine here. Hit, hit my handy dandy uh, screen share. Uh, we're giving away a box of 2020 Bowman. Courtesy of our sponsor tonight, Mr. D uh, Dynasty Breaks, Dane over at Dynasty Breaks. If you're not breaking with them, new customers get five dollars off at dynastybreaks.com. Dane uh, does a great job breaking, and if you if you get bored with the cards, you can see what hat he's wearing that night. He switches up those hats pretty often, uh, but he, he does like the Tampa Bay Rays for some reason. Dane was hanging out in the comment section. I think he's still around. So I'm going to share my screen, and we're going to draw a winner for this giveaway. Good luck, everybody who got in on it. I hope that you uh, – I'll just wish you all luck and see what happens here as I pull up the giveaway screen. Hit share. Make sure we can all see what's happening there. All right, I got one prize left to give. We're going to hit draw winner. And here we go. Draw winner. What is this? Draw, yes. Draw one winner. Who is it going to be? All right, Trevor Snowberg is your winner. Visit Dynasty Breaks. That's how he won. Trevor, uh, please look for an email from me uh, as you have won a box of 2020 Bowman from uh, from our friends uh, Dynasty Breaks and Dane over there. So congratulations, sir. I hope that you enjoy that. Please share your hits with us and uh, let us know what you get. What do you think about that, Ted? I think that's an outstanding – it's an outstanding choice. I was pulling for him, actually. You were pulling for him? <laughs> that's why I love random stuff. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to – uh, <laughs> I don't have to well please anybody. I can just hit pick the winner, and that's what we got to do. But I'm glad that you were pulling for Trevor there. I was. Awesome. I, I, his name starts with a T. It's got an E in it. You got. I like it. Awesome. <laughs> and I, I, we should both be feeling great because I got a text from Brian Fleischer, and he said if we keep making him the butt of the jokes, that he's going to delete us as his as his friends on Facebook. So we all win. That's gonna be a good day, man. But yeah. I gotta, I gotta work next to him. So, yeah. Well, that's tough being you. Uh, I guess so. All right. Uh, we will see you later this week in the office, hopefully. Uh, maybe, maybe Monday. <laughs> maybe Monday. Um, and then we need to have a, we need to have a, just a, an entire episode about the uh, Battle of Ravine, the greatest college football rivalry in America, the Fighting Tigers of Washington Baptist University. Oh, and university, the closest rivals in terms of stadiums in all of the NCAA. Okay. And I think the fans are really would like to hear about that. And anytime I'm here.
Okay, you know what? Before you go, before before you go, I want you to set up the show for tomorrow because we have a great couple of guests coming on that you helped set up. Please tell us who's coming on. Well, two two really uh, interesting guys. Uh, one of them is is from our hometown here uh, in the Dallas area. He's from Carrollton, where I live. Uh, he was the biggest baby. I ever saw born. I, he was like 27 pounds or something. He was born. I don't know. Uh, he, his name is Caleb Feemster and he's a trick shot artist and he's a YouTube. Uh, he's a, he's a social media influencer. Uh, but uh, he, when he graduated, he played basketball in college. And when he graduated, he moved immediately to LA. He, he got cast in a commercial uh, and he got a he got a bug about acting, and he's one of the ones who who had the guts to pick up and move to L.A. And he is he's been doing some acting, but a lot of modeling, a lot of print work. He's been in commercials, but he's a trick shot guy. He 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 has amazing trick shots. He was noticed by the NBA, uh, and so he has worked with the NBA. Uh, he actually was at the the uh, the, the NBA photo shoot. Uh, that takes place in New York. And he did, he had, uh, their station was to do trick shots against Zion and all of that, all of that class um, gained him a lot of notor- notoriety. The NBA has brought him back for all-star games and, and um, a, a number of appearances. Uh, but he's sort of a, he's, he's sort of a, a young and upcoming social media influencer, Caleb Ash Feemster. Hold on, Ted. Uh, uh, juggling Josh. Hold on, Ted. Sweaty wants to know if he's a dude perfect guy. He's not, but he's worked with dude No, perfect. but he's buddies with all the dude perfect guys. And they kind of, the dude perfect guys kind of inspired him. He's he's a little bit younger than them. Uh, he's in his mid-20s, and those guys are in their 30s. He's buddies with all of them. He's actually been in town this week, and uh, I saw him working out at a gym. I don't know if it was the, the high school gym where his dad coaches or if he goes to the dude perfect uh, to their setup a lot. Um, but he, he's a lot of fun. Um, and he's going to talk about, um, the, his NBA experience, mm-hmm. uh, things he's done there. And then the other guy is a huge, uh, he's an established, uh, influencer on social media. He's got a million followers or he's got, uh, he's got, a uh, maybe a couple of million followers on all of his platforms between TikTok and YouTube and Instagram and all of those. He does trick shots too, but he he's a juggler. He's named his name is Juggling Josh. Uh, he was also at the NBA photo shoot. He does a lot of uh, NBA halftime things, uh, halftime shows. Uh, he's he owns nineteen Guinness Book of World Record records for juggling and other things. They're just cool guys, and it's just kind of a cool look into the life of two guys who have made a name for themselves and have made a living uh, on social media. Uh, branding themselves, having fun, um, that kind of thing. And I just thought it would uh, it would be fun and you would enjoy just, you know, showing some snippets of their videos and talk to them, how do they get started and what are the coolest things they've done. Ask them how they did against Zion in the trick shot. In, in the trick shot. Uh, they were playing horse against them, uh, do, using trick shots against everybody in that draft class. And uh, those videos are out there on their sites, and they're really they're really good. But I believe you'll have fun with them tomorrow night. I think so, too. So don't miss that. Also, don't forget that we're giving away a Zion print by Acro Arias at the end of this month. Uh, that's going to be a lot of fun for somebody. Look for a giveaway link for that very soon, as, I, as, we, as we previewed it a few times. Now we're going to get the link up for you guys to start entering 
And uh, then next week is our is a week full of Father's Day shows. Uh, going to be a lot of fun. I can't spoil who the Thursday show is just yet, but uh, it's going to be. You a feel good like one. Santa though, don't you? Because you know who's going to be under the tree that night. I do know who's going to be under the tree that day, and I also know who's going to give me four or five autographs of that guy to give away uh, next week. So that's so awesome. That show is going to be incredible. Maybe the best one you've had, which. They've got a top tonight, but it's yeah. <laughs> a really good one. All right. Uh, that's going to be it, Ted. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, thank you, everybody else, for watching. Good night, and God bless. <laughs>